Hey everybody, Boker Tov, Shalom Uvracha. Baruch Hashem, we have another opportunity to learn together. And uh, today's learning, today's learning that uh, that we're going to be doing, as you saw before, is for the Rafuah Shlema of Rosa Batfega, that's our dear friend Itamar Rosen's uh, Ima, and also in honor of the Yorzeit of the one and only Reb Sheele Krastir, he should be a mugin for all of us. Rabbi Shaib and Reb Moshe, may all of our prayers be answered. Bishus the tzaddik. We should. Now is not the time because we we, we want to continue with the teachings that we've been learning in uh, in Saviziros, but we should definitely spend time and do a whole shear just on uh, on, on, on Reb Shele. There's there, there's so much there. But right now, if we could all have in mind Rosa Basfega for her refuah shlema, this piece is very shayach for a piece learning about crying out to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we began this piece yesterday. We're in the, we're in Tzaviziru's Oslamid. This is a few, this is a, one of the longest uh, diary entries that we have from in the Tzaviziru's. As we know that this Dafka, we do know the date of this piece. Date is 1934, right after the Chagim, probably October, October 1934. And um, there's, there's a, to understand, to continue to go with today, we're just going to do a brief recap of yesterday. The Rebbe was basically pleading with, 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 with the world, saying, Roshan Yom Kippur and Sukkot just passed. How could it be that our tears didn't put an end to all suffering? How could it be that our tears didn't put an end to all suffering? Now, it's quite... <laughs> To me, the the most, I guess, the most nerve-wracking part of this whole piece is that the Rebbe is five years before Auschwitz over here. And even already over here, the Rebbe is saying, how could it be, how could it be that um, Yedin are still suffering? And he was going through pretty uh, you know, descriptive details about the suffering of Am Yisrael yesterday. And, for, and it was yesterday he was he was playing with Hashem, but then he was going through a whole back and forth with the ministering angels, with the Mastinim, with the Mekatrigim, with uh, the Rebbe was talking about all the uh, all the prosecuting angels in Shemaim. How could it be that you're silent? Don't you see, like? Don't you see what's going on? You know, you know it's right. You know it's MS. How could it be that you don't see what's going on? And it was this. It's very good to listen to yesterday's shir because it, just because of the depth and the the inside the invitation that each of us had to the Rebbe's life, to the Rebbe's words, and that's going to be continuing today as well. That's going to be continuing today as well. So let's go, Vaita. We're going to jump in right inside right now. And we thank our sponsor today for today's shir, Yeshar Koch Gadol. It helps us, it helps us so much to continue to put as much time as as we can to all this holy work. So Ashrechen. Um, so we are. Oh, I'm very sorry. I made a mistake. We need. We do need the last page from yesterday. My bad. Um, you'll see it in a second. I'm sorry about that. We do need the last page from yesterday to go weiter. You'll see it in just one second, Chavra. 
Okay. Uh, a bit higher. A bit higher. We're starting from the words, Ve'atem neshamot kedoshot. If you're looking inside, if you're learning this inside your tzavaziruz, this would be on page Shin Mem Tet. Shin Mem Tet, I believe. Yes, Shin Mem Tet. So now after the Piasetzner has been pleading with, with the ministering angels while he's talking to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, now he goes to something amazing. Remember, the, the Rebbe is in Neshama Klalis. He feels the pain of Am Yisrael in such an intense way, but he's at the same moment that he feels the pain of whoever was alive at that time, he's also very connected to all the Neshamas that ever existed. And he's even connected to the angels. Over here, now he's saying, V'atem neshamot kedoshot avoteinu nevi'einu ukedosheinu meirosh ve'atsof. Now, all you holy neshamas, Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Moshe, Aaron, David, Shlomo, all the righteous tzaddikim that ever, ever lived. Lama ze'atem machshim la'et kazot? Why don't we feel like we hear you? Mi ye'ir lachem kol kach et agan Eiden? He's turning to the tzaddikim sitting in Gan Eden and he says to them, it's been pretty full of light recently, huh? This last period in, in Gan Eden, it's been pretty, uh, pretty luminary, huh? Where, where do you think, how do you think that happened? If it wasn't for our Avodah Hashem that we did this Tishrei. What do you think, Stam? Just a bolt of lightning of this massive amount of light just came out of nowhere, appeared out, appeared out of nowhere. Mapitom. Something, something, <laughs> something caused it. Avot Something caused it. What caused it? These are us, our Tishrei. I remember this was written, Motzei Shmini says, Our Tishrei caused this. Again, second line. Mi he'ir lachem kol kach tagan Eden. This is our avoda that brought about such a tremendous light in Gan Eden. And the dance that you had around your king, around the Rebona during these days of, of, of Shmini, it's not, it wasn't just another day. In the, you don't have a calendar in Shemaim. So d- didn't you notice that something tremendous was happening? Didn't you see how many of us down here were working so hard, bringing such light to the Ribbon Shleilam? You don't have a calendar. You don't have Yemot Shana. Fifth line. You're not close to any physical body, and you're completely above time, holy neshamas. By you, there's no Roshanim Kippur Sukkis in Gan Eden. But there's an effect, there's some kind of a shadow, there's some kind of a or choser that goes back, a retractive light. But by you guys, what's the difference one day to the another? The only difference is, The difference that, the, that you feel up there in Shemaim is a result of the dancing and the passion of Yidin down here. When we go to the deepest depths and we find simcha in our, in our relationship to God, 
the etzem, the essence of the soul of Israel is revealed. Vaneshama Hagdola, this is so beautiful. Vaneshama Hagdola, Asher Berosha, Shama Avram Yitzchak Yaakov, Uvesofa Hahediot Shebeyameinu, this big Neshama called Nishmas Am Yisrael, where in its head, the head of the Neshama is Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, and at the end of it is just us simple Yidlach, Bemachol Lifnei Hashem Pizeza Smecha Virakda. The essence of the soul, the whole picture, the all of us has been dancing before the Rebona Shalom as a collective peace. But the Rebbe is saying, who do you think caused that to happen? Why do you think it's been like this the last few weeks in Gan Eden? Why? Because we've been working on ourselves so hard down here despite all trials and tribulations. And he continues, Vahim Efshar Be'achert you think it could be any other way? That our avoda of simcha wouldn't make the Rebona Shleilam happy? And as we're dancing before Hashem is Barach, how could it be that while we're dancing down here, that the Pamalia Shamalia, all the Helga Chevra upstairs, won't be dancing with us? Of course you are. While we're Besimcha down here, of course you're all dancing with us because you're all benefiting from it as well. It's like what he's saying is, you up there, Neshamas, that are sitting by Kiseya covered, you have Kivyacho, a closer glance at the face of the Ribbono Shleilam. This is all a Kivyacho, right? And you obviously see the, that, that, that face of nachas that Hashem has when he sees his kinderlach crying over their heart, their hearts back and forth a million times over while, while we're serving you, Rebbe Shleilam, in Tishrei. So you know that there's so much nachas happening and you benefit from it as well, tremendously. Right? So now he continues and he says, that's true when it comes to the simcha. Ha'ish Yisrael ba'al be'ol avodas Hashem nasun hutamid. The Yid is constantly found in a place of yoke, meaning whether you do it or you don't do it. The ol is always part of our lives. The ol kabbalas omalchus shemaim. Abal ismoyach lifnei Hashem b'shmini atzeres v'simchas Torah. But to be b'simcha. Like we, I mean, it'd be interesting to know what happened that year, Dafka Sukkis, Shmini and what was going on in the world, because it seems to, it seems that every time the Rebbe mentions that, look how happy we were in Simchas it's as if he's saying, you know how hard it was for, for you know how difficult it was for us to be Besimcha that year, this year in Simchas and Bechazot, nonetheless, we went for it. It'd be interesting to see. So again. The Yid, the PSS Nerev is saying, is always stuck in this place of Kabbalah Salmachus Shemaim, and it's constantly weighs on him. But to really be Besimcha, wow, how much he had to work on that. It could be that only after he went through Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, 
he merited to go through such a thing of Simchas Torah. I wasn't so clear on that last line. But I want I still want to go weiter. So now the Rebbe says something very interesting. Now he's finishing addressing Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, and all the Nevi'im, and all the Gdolim and Gdolas from previous generations. And now he's kind of switching gears, but it's interesting what he does over here. The way he's switching gears here is very, very... I, I won't say, who could say odd, but it's just something, it's different. Look at the paragraph on the bottom of here. But when a Yid starts to get this enthusiasm and passion and simcha in his heart, then obviously he's talking about himself. Meaning when you've broken through all the reasons that tell you that you're not worthy of being besimcha and you start feeling it, something else starts to creep in. Something in his heart starts to say, starts to seep in and say, I don't know. I don't know if you're really on this level to be besimcha like you like you say you are. Bame tismach kshe Yisrael af yedidecha ve'ata kol kach betzarot shkuim uvideagot amusim. This is a very important thing. This is the concept of arevut, of being a guarantor for each other. The Rebbe is saying, so many yidin are suffering. So many Yidin must have been suffering that week, Dafka. But Bichlal, the Matzav Am Yisrael post-World War I, between the two world wars, like we spoke about yesterday, was so gefeirach, it was so horrible. It was so awful. And the PSS Nerev is saying, a real person has to come to a, a, a question, to meet this question. Is it okay for me right now to be besimcha? You know, there's always going to be reasons that can tell you it's not right to be besimcha right now because people are suffering. As you all know, tonight's Yom Karon, and um, I remember an, an episode that happened, Yom HaZikaron, uh, uh, basically it's going to be 18 years this coming October, where uh, where my buddy Ari Weiss, Hashem Yikom Damo, was killed in Shechem. And um, this was the day after Simchas Torah. It's funny, it's Mamish, right here where the Rebbe is speaking about it. The day after Simchas Torah. And um, a day later, when they buried him, so that night was the wedding of one of his close, close friends, Yarden Avihud. And the Chavra went from Ari's funeral to the wedding. And the emotions that were happening there, going from that funeral to the wedding, it was things that we can't even express in this world. There's no, there's no language for it. But it's not something that's foreign to any of us. Because many of us have been in situations where the simcha has to go on because the simcha has to go on, and yet you can't just ignore all the pain that's happening. In Malasot. So the Rebbe is saying over here, a real person that's dealing with, with these issues, which must have been what was going on inside of him as well, is, is more or less stuck in that place of, do I have the right to be besimcha right now when I know there's so, many, there's so much pain in Am Yisrael? Really? Do I have the right to do this? So now look what he says. 
ויתחזק ויאמר את that moment, give yourself chizuk and say the following thing. אם אלוקיי אני שמח אתה. I am בשמחה ריבונו שלילם with you. Now the real tzaddikim, their simcha is the, being a simcha, being besimcha with the ribbono shalom, with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. There's so many examples, there's so many stories that, that illustrate this. It's hard to choose one and give this as an example. But the real simcha of a Jew is, the, the pnimius of the pnimius is that I'm not just happy when I have a reason to be happy, that would be with someone else, but im elokai, with my God, im elokai, ani sameach ata, my simcha is realizing that I have you. I have you, Hashem. Hashem haram benisa le'elam mikol ha'olamot. You're so exalted in all worlds, meaning you're all, you're so removed yet, so much part of all things that would prevent me from being besimcha. You're so much higher than all that. Remember the story, Reb Mendel, Reb Mendel, I think it was, I forget which tzaddik was, was traveling somewhere, and he saw this kid just dancing, dancing, the kid that was dancing on the porch of some broken down house, and he asked him, why, why are you dancing so much? And the kid said, well, I haven't eaten for three days. So they said to him, well, why? you haven't eaten for three days, well, why are you dancing? He said, because I, you know, one of the versions is because I realized I still have a, I have a God. And I, when I realized that, I realized how much besimcha I am. These concepts of this place of reaching, im elokai ani sameach ata, this is something that, uh, this is something that no one can take away from you either. No, nothing can be, no one, not, nothing can take that away from you. I'm happy with my God. Someone can say to you, what are you happy with your God? Look how much pain's happening. He's like, no, no, that's true. I'm not negating that. But, but I have something else that's happening simultaneously. I have an awareness that's happening simultaneously while all other pain is happening. I'm with my God. I'm with my God. We continue. Af malachi mala sho'alim limkom kvodo hu elokei nafshi ruchi v'nishmasi the angels of above are also asking for the place of his covered. This is my God, my brood of my soul, my spirit. Ubo yisbarach ve'im torato. Next page. Ve'im torato hakdosha shenatan li be'ava anisameach. I'm happy. I'm happy with the gift that he gave me. Anisameach. When I realize I can be besimcha in a place where no one can take me away from. And this is an important thing. You know, especially during these corona times, it's true that what's happening in the world is happening in the world. But that does not mean that the gifts that we got as a people were taken from us. And it also doesn't mean that I can't be happy when I realize what I have. So he says, when you reach this place of within your tsaras, you remember, oh my God, I have this relationship with God. I have, I have a Torah, I have... My house is filled with sfarim. My house is filled with love notes, with love letters. What happens at that moment? The Rebbe continues and he says, "Hakol batel ata." Everything right now becomes nullified. En olam velo deagot. The world doesn't exist. There's no worries. Lo guf lo tzarot. There's no. 
body which would cause me any physical harm, physical pain, I have no trouble with anything. Why? With all my koach and before his honor, that's where I'm dancing. I heard from my Rebbe, Rav Weinberger, a story that he said about the Kloisenberger Rebbe that's absolutely unbelievable to describe this. That you can be in a place where everything is taken from you physically, but when you realize you're still in the presence of God, you feel like dancing. You know, the Kloisenberger Rebbe, Tzchus went through the, one of the greatest descriptions of hell in this world that any human being has been through besides burying most of his family in his lifetime, the pain and the suffering that he went through from the Germans, Yimach Shemam, stuff that I pray my children never have to know about, because Mashiach will come and it'll be a different reality then. But one of the times, it was Shmini Atzeres, it was Simchas Torah, and the Kloisenberger Rebbe was beaten like it was no one's business where they basically, the Germans that beat him, thought that they got rid of him. They thought he was done. He looked like he was dead. Some Yidelach schlepped him back to the barracks. And after a day or two, um, they, they noticed that he was wiggling his toes. Then they, when he was nursed back to life, they asked him, asked him, how were you able to, to get koyach, to get back to life? So he said, like, where did you, where did you receive any life force to, to come back? So the Kloisner Rebbe says, did you notice my toes? And he said, yeah, yeah, we were, you're wiggling your toes. He's like, yeah. I realized it was Simchas Taira, and I was doing hakafas. I was doing hakafas. I was wiggling my toes. That's what he's saying over here. No one could take away from the from the Kloisenberger Rebbe Hakafas. No matter how bad he was beaten. This is where the Tzaddik Simcha really resides. This is where his this is where his Simcha really, really exists. Now, I'm not saying now, ah, we got to become Kloisenberger Rebbes, but we got to remember that each of us suffer from different physical ailments. Those are true. Some of us have it a bit more difficult than others. Absolutely. But if when I stop and I say, one second, one second, the Tyra, which is the greatest love letter in the world, that wasn't taken from me, even though I'm suffering physically. That's still there. So what prevents me right now for being besimcha over the things that I know I have. You know, to me, I think that if you could just visualize the Kloisenberger Rebbe's toes, it's like enough to get through half of our Nisyanus in life. That's what it seems like. Lifnei malki ani roked. Doesn't mean I'm, I'm dancing. And it could be that, you know, it could be that you're stuck in a really bad, in a really bad situation but you know, but you you want to have one part of your body to be an emotion of a rikud, right? You can't get up and get your whole body dancing. So what can you do? You know, you could just go like this. Yeah, you can't you can't move your feet. Sorry, Reb Nachman, right now I can't get up and dance. I can't even clap my hands. I can't. 
לא יודע. But my fingers, my fingers can bang on my chest, my fingers can start singing or whatever it is, right? That I could do. Ah, but the Yitzhahara comes again. It's like the Rebbe is saying, he's saying, back and forth, back and forth. Look what the Yitzhahara comes now and says, But he's on in her nefesh. But the nefesh starts crying. But we start talking to ourselves in our heart. Really? You're on the level to wiggle your toes? You, you might know you're Jewish, but what's the extent of your relationship with God that you really think you're on the level to start dancing when life is so dark? Really? What was the level, what was the value of your Avodah Hashem? What was your Shachris this morning, Chavra? It's 11.30. We, we davened a few hours ago. Is there a Rishimu? Is there some kind of an imprint for Shachris from a few hours ago that you could say, you know, I have something with this God. We could really dance together. It's almost like when you're dating and the, you don't really touch the heart of the woman that you're, about, that, that you're going out with, right? And you, and you write her back, you write her a message a few hours after the date, I really, really miss you. And she's thinking... You were looking at your phone half of our date. What are you talking about? You really, really miss me. Come on. So the Rebbe is saying, this is like the internal dialogue that's happening inside. You really miss God? You really, you really feel that you have a need to, to start dancing? Be'emet? Be'emet? Is that what you're feeling? That's where you're going? The Ha'im, second to bottom line in this paragraph, Ve'im gambi nefesh Yisrael, did you really spend the did you really were you really spending so much time guarding and protecting protecting this this piece of God that's within you that you feel close enough to start dancing around it really your eyes have been completely protected your ears have been completely shut to Lashonara your mouth has only eaten things that are, you know for sure, are healthy for your body. Who, Mela, if that's who you were, I can understand this Indian of being able to wiggle your toes while a German kills you. But if you're not, then what are you talking about? It's like a chutzpah thing saying, sorry, brother, I'm sorry, this is not your jurisdiction. This is not your area. It's a nice thought. It's wishful thinking that you could be like this. But inside there's a voice that's telling me, this is for the tzaddikim. Don't, 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 don't think that you belong here. Bemet. Bemet. In the name of honesty. In the name of being mamish, you know, mamish le'emes la'amita. This is not your bag. Let's call it spade for spade. So now the Rebbe says like this. It's going back and forth again. The Piyasetz is now taking us on another level of his internal dialogue that's happening. And this is, this is Mamish, you and me. 
Then the Yidla gets up, the warrior gets up right now, and he screams out, I look at the Yitzhah and I'm saying, do you, and basically, Esav, you think the fact that you're wearing a strimal right now is going to fool me? This is what Reb Nassim speaks in the Kuti Alachas about, how, how the Yitzhah is mislabesh b'mitzvahs. Doesn't it, doesn't, didn't the previous paragraph sound so holy? The the the, the is saying, call it for what it is. It doesn't sound holy. It's trickery. It's thievery. It's a nachash. It's the snake. And you and I deal with this all the time, that question of who are we to really be on the level to learn such tyrants? Who are we to be on the level to dance for no reason? Who are we to do his baridus? Who are we to do very big things that in previous generations they wouldn't dream of? Only the Yechidim would dream of doing such things. His baridus is a very good example. But there are many, many examples like this. But here the Rebbe is saying, get up, you scream. Scream at that place. That says that you're not you're not on the level. You're gonna take away my God from me. You're gonna take away my shaykhs to God. Ribono shalaylam. Now he goes to God. Remember, <laughs> he was talking to the Yitzhara, and now he moves weiter a few seconds, and he says, Ribono shalaylam, Master of the world. Ata yadeya shemuchanani bechol es uvechol shalim sarnafshi bishvilcha. You know, God. You know that if push came to shove. And a German right now told me to kill another Yid Khalila. Or to do one of the Gimel Averas where it's Yehara Gubal Yavar. You know I'd give my life. You know this. You and I both know this. You know there are moments in I would totally be Meiser my Nefesh. And it's true. Hen emes shebechol avadasi lefi erich gedulascha gedushascha meuma lecha nasati. It's true that I haven't given you really anything on the level of Avodah Hashem like I should. It's true. My shacharis was like 5% clean. It's true. My learning this last year was maybe a fraction of a fraction of what it could be. It's true. The covet I gave my wife could have been incredibly bigger. It's true. The patience I could have had for my children could have been so much stronger. But, he says, and this is important, but, but I'm always giving you my neck. Meaning, even though, on the detailed level, it's true, I haven't begun. But the emiss is, on the Pnimius Etzem HaNeshama level, like the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya, each of us is willing to die for God any given second. So I'm just, the Rebbe is saying, I'm just going to remind us in this conversation that on the detail level, like, Mi Mi Yitzdak, right? What's the language in the Shira Malis? Hashem Mi if you want to count the Avedas, no one's going to stand here. And I'm not going to pretend right now that on the level of Avedas and, and Sriyas, I'm, I'm probably in the win. But one thing I do know, the PSS says, and something that you know, the Ribbonish Leilam, on Messias Nefesh level, every second, I am always giving you my neck. 
ולפני כבודך אוסו אני פושט. And before your כבוד I'm ממש giving, I'm, I'm פושט, I'm putting my neck on the line all the time. בכל כוחי שמח אני בכל אלוקיי. And when I remember this, that I am a מסירס נפש יד, no matter what, that's where I get this שמחה again, that this is who I am. And then I can really dance. ולכבודך אני רוקד. And in your honor, I'm dancing. Ashrechem Yisrael. Ashrechem Yisrael. Ashrechem Yisrael. You know, it's a good kavana now to have. See, the Rebbe wrote it three times in his diary. It's on Lagba Omer. We're going to sing it no matter where we are. Ashrechem, Ashrechem, Ashrechem Yisrael. Right? Now this, this is a great meditation. This is a great kavana to have. When you're saying these words, it's like, Ah, Shrechem, it's true, it's true. I haven't even done one proper mitzvah. But Ah, Shrechem, Ah, Shrechem. And nonetheless, I'm ready to be killed for you. That's the piece that's not as we could. The soul is being filled with that which it can't grasp. Zotomeret. I can't grasp the fact that I'm willing to die for you, and yet that emet fulfills my neshama. Psh, it's unbelievable. And more than it even, it's happy more than it even knows. Meaning the Rebbe is saying to Hashem, and I also know, maybe he's saying to himself, I also know that really in my heart of hearts, I'm even much, much happier than whatever simcha I've reached right now. Like the real me deep down inside is really happy about this place that I've just described right now. I'm not speaking about levels, dargas of hasagas, of chapping, of understanding, nothing. No imagery, no illustrations in thought. It's just one thing. Or Hashem v'simcha kdosha. Memala umakif eskol, the light of Hashem, and holy, holy happiness surrounds and fills me. Vehimefazezes, it makes me tick. Ki bochem bochar kel. You chose me, God, because you knew that this is what I'm made out of. You know, Chavra, that are learning with us right now? Let's stop for one second. And just say that. Say those words. Hashem, you chose me because you know what I made out of. Please give me a chance to be connected to what you know about me. Because apparently there's something so gewalt in there. Apparently there's something so amazing, so tremendous. So please, Ribbono Shalom, you chose me for a certain reason that I don't really understand, but... I trust your decision-making. <clears throat> and the Rebbe continues, It says that in Chazal, it says in Parshas Chukas, that one of the places we camped was called Midbar Matana. Chazal is saying Midbar Matana, the desert of the gift, that's where we got the gift, the place we're in the desert where we received the Matana. We received this, this, this thing called the Torah. Nonetheless, 
could be that this simcha that we're speaking about is what it means when we say l'shem yichud kuchabrichu u'shchintein that there's a unification of the of l'shem yichud of kuchabrichu u'shchintein meaning there's a oneness there's a unification between Hashem and His shchina that's Knesset Israel. That happens at the time when the iron uh, when the iron wall falls, meaning when this where this thing mechitza between me and my etzim neshama falls. And even if the wall is going to go up later, I'm living in like the few moments of of of, uh, of revelation that I've come to right now. You know, Chavre, what what happens to us so often with highs is the sudden the Yitzhara sees we're feeling a little high, and where does it go to right away? It goes to the voice. It's a it's a Rib Shlomo called it an Amalek voice, and that voice is how long is this going to last? How long is it going to last? And, you know, excuse me for saying this, but sometimes we have to take our, our the finger we don't like giving people and giving and, and using like a uh, energy to it and doing that, flicking off. I'm sorry for saying this, but sometimes we need to just use a Lashon that, that unfortunately we could relate to. You have to look at that voice that says, it's true that in a few hours, this whole description may be lost. It's, and, and it's probable as well. But guess what? Right now, you have nothing on me. Nothing on me. You have absolutely nothing on me. That's why he says over here, This chatzitza, this, this thing which separated us, for now, it's gone. For now, for the moment, it's gone. I'm begging you. To not care for right now about how long it's going to last. Because when I start doing that, I take myself out of the moment and the mechitza goes right back up immediately. Immediately. Right now, things are going good for me in the business. What's going to be later? It, it's an amazing thing. I've said this so many times. Rib Shlomo used to say that when it comes to real simcha, when someone explains to you what real simcha is, and then they say to you, you know, why should I be happy? I know the tzars that are waiting for me at home, right? So Reb Shlomo says, it's an interesting thing. Did you ever meet someone that was really hungry and you offered them a sandwich and you said back to them, and they, uh, and they said back to you, what good is this sandwich going to do for me? I'm going to be hungry again later. No. Right now you have a sandwich in front of you. You eat what you have at that moment. There's no difference when it comes to this Simcha Pnimis. It's true the Mechitzas of Barzel may go up in 20 minutes. But you know what? In the Olam HaEmes, the two minutes of Simcha that you have right now may last much longer than 40 years of physical tsaras that you're, that you're feeling in this world. You, however, you have Kerech for a bit more? If yes, if not... It's cool, but if but if you have a for a bit more, give me a thumbs up. Just a, a bit more. Yeah? Okay. Okay. So so this is just this is just something else. What we're reading the diary of the Heilige Ish Kaidish, no? Let's stop and think about that. Ashreino Okay. Sorry. Sometimes you just gatta let it out. The Atem, now he goes back 
to the Pamalia Shemala. Now he's going back to the angels in Shemaim. Ve'atem Pamalia Shemalia and you Chevre up there, Sarfei Kel. Shegam Dvarim Ruchanim Ba'alilatem Ra'im. You're able to literally see spiritual things. By us, we have to assume that spiritual things are happening. But by you, Ribbon Shalayla, by you, Malochim in Shemaim, you're able to actually see spiritual things. You're actually able, by us, we have to hopefully, if we're really strong in our minds and our hearts, we can say that the things we're thinking and the feelings we're feeling are real. By you, Chavra, up there, you can actually see thoughts, you could see feelings. Atem Mabitim, you're looking at us down here, going through this experience right now that we just described. Imruna, you tell me, Chavre up there. Haim Kibriya Zukvareisan. Did you ever see a human being like this? Did you ever see a creation like this ever? Haim Kibriya Zukvareisan. Veimeish Kma Israeli Kvar Shamatan. You ever hear the Yid? You ever hear of this? This is something out of this world. One second. Yes? Okay, come bring it in really quickly. Quarantine learning, Fevra. Yeah? What is this? Mishka. <laughs> Thank you. I want the real thing. Okay, go back upstairs. Thank you, guys. They brought me on the Shika. Thank you, sweetie pies. Very good. I'm, I'm sure it is, but it's not as good as your kiss. Thanks, sweetie. Okay. So the Rebbe says, sorry about that. So he says over here like this, He's talking to the angels. This Yid is standing in the day of his Simcha, Simcha Staira. He has no koyach to dance. He has 30 relatives he must have been bearing the last few weeks. That's what I was thinking Seder night, how people went from burying their deceased parent in America to the Seder table. It's just unbelievable. You, you realize, angels? You see, you see that a Yid can, can be able to be Moiser his Nefesh to his Ribbono Shalom even though it's the hardest thing in the world, and you see that it's actually happening and it's real. He's like challenging, he's putting the angels in, his, in their place. You up there that can really see beyond the veil, you're not being impressed by his sweat that he has from dancing. And it's not just tears that are falling out of his eyes from the, from the Simcha is what you're looking at. Now look at this description the Rebbe does here. You see the blood of a Yid that's dancing, flowing. Dam shchuta Shoitef, slaughtered blood that he slaughtered himself over with Mesidus Nefesh. 
that he's willing to die right now, that just like he's willing to die and his blood would be flowing in the streets, with that same Mesidus Nefesh, a Yid who's been suffering for so long can get up and dance with all his Simcha and all the COVID in the world before Hashem. Lichvod HaMakom, Lichvod Roked. Okay, open your hearts like mad. What the Rebbe said, I think, it seems to me, what the Rebbe said right now, is that he's going to the angels in Shemaim and he's saying, you, Chavre, can see what's really happening over here. And you know that in Olam HaEmes, there's no difference between being shechted by a German Al-Kiddush Hashem and your blood flowing out of you to what the koyach that it takes to get up and dance and be besimcha when you really don't feel like it. The flowing of the blood, of the human blood that's still alive. Gewalt, gewalt. Gewalt, you know, I see Chavar right now that are learning with us. I don't want to mention you out by names. I know that I don't know how hard it is for you sometimes to dance, to sing, to get up for Minyan, to daven, to anything. Please know that in Shemaim, when you go that extra level and you push yourself, it's as if at that moment you were you were willing to be killed, Al Kiddush Hashem. They see that the Rebbe is saying. They see your blood flowing, like right now someone killed you. You know what happened to our Yiddishkeit if we actually internalized this last message. It, it could be with anything, Shebikdusha. You have zero cheshek to learn the daf today. Today, it's just not in the cards. It's not in the cards. You're angry at God. You didn't understand the last 15 blot. And you're angry at Hashem. And your kids drove you insane. And with all that, you go... Come here, Ravashi. Come here, come here, come here, Abaye and Rava. Rav, Shmuel, come here. Pumbedisa Nahadra, come, 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 come into my heart. At that moment, we have to realize in Shemaim, we must internalize this. In Shemaim, at that moment, they can see that that's the same thing of you coming and telling a German, you want me to bow down to you? Come, put a, put a bullet in my head. Mamish, the same thing. And the Rebbe is wondering. He's saying, you know this in Shemaim, angels. You know this to be an emes. So you get so much simcha when you see us going to this place of simcha. So look how he continues. Gamatem mechim. You're besimcha in our simchas. But let me ask you a shayla. Why are you silent when we're suffering and we're in pain? See, the Rebbe is looking for help in Shemaim to nullify decrees. He's saying, when, when we're besimcha, you're gevav besimcha because you could see how much we're besimcha and you're benefiting from it. But when we're in pain and when we're suffering, 
Why does it seem that you're silent? Ad masai techshu. How long are you going to be silent? Ad masai tisapku. How long are you going to be constrained? Kvar ein lanu koach lisbol. Now, now this, this, is, this is really hard to hear. Because the Rebbe's writing in 1934, 33, 34, the Rebbe's saying, we don't have any more koyach to suffer. We can't bear this anymore. This is five years before 1939. We can't bear this. We have no strength. We have nothing to give us chizuk. And, and you and I know that we don't have a diary after 1939. The only diary we have is Eish Kodesh. Can you imagine coming to the Rebbe right here and saying, Rebbe, I don't know what to tell you, but you need to get more Koyach Lisbol because this is nothing compared to what you're about to experience. Sometimes I feel like that about what we're going through right now. You think that this has been hard, Chavra? Can you imagine chas v'shalom, God forbid, if this pandemic takes round two, or round three, or round four? So we hold on to the Rebbe's words. And we ask him, we ask with him, Kumu Yeshene Chevron. Who's Yeshene Chevron? The old ones, the ones that are sleeping in Chevron. Who is he talking to? He's saying, Abba, Saba, Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, get up. Kumu Tzadike Oilam Midar Dar. Get up, arise, tzaddikim from previous generations. Beheilige Ishbitzer, please get up right now. Make a tumult in heaven. Chofetz Chaim, we know we're not close to one day of a real perfected Shmir Salashon. We're begging you, the Chofetz Chaim, the Kayan from Radin. Please get up. Every generation after generation. Rachmim Tzaku. Scream out for mercy on our behalf. All of our tears of this past Tishrei, of the tshuva we've done, of the simcha that we've tapped into, that we've forced to tap into, isfu, gather together. Take it, take everything, take all these tears. Because it seems, it seems that these tears aren't going anywhere. Remember, we, we, we started this year off with saying, what are you doing with all these tears? It seems that it's not going anywhere. And he's begging, the Rebbe is begging Avram Yitzchak Yaakov, he's begging them, as kol ha'aylama is here, ishu, cause a tumult in Shemayim. You know, this reminds me of like, who was it? It was Yirmiyah Novi that went to Kivrei, to the Kvarim, during the Churban Abayis, was knocking on the Kvarim to wake them up, saying, look what's about to happen. 
It's called I feel right now jumping on the plane, going to Medjbush and just screaming. Well, not in there because I'm a Kayan, but just screaming in that yard. Saying, hey, look at Baal Shem, we're trying so hard to hop your tires and we're doing a, a sweet job, but, but, but right now, right now, Baal Shem, please, please don't let them sleep in Shemaim. Har Ishu, make a tumult. Ad Yerei Hashem. Until Hashem sees this, the Yakum Lekarveinu, and he'll get up to bring us closer. Uvechol Tzarecheseinu Haruchnius Vagufanius. And he'll come and he'll save us from all our spiritual and physical needs. The things we know we need help with, and the things we're not even aware we need help with, you'll come and you'll redeem us. Okay, Chavah, we're going to stop here and we'll continue this very, 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 very passionate teaching. Be'ezer Hashem. Next time we learn the P.S. Etzner, I feel like just like uh, ending off with a nigan with these words that everything we just said right now, we miss Allah, to be taken up, taken up really strong. It's all going to be good. Only good news to all of us. Have a beautiful, wonderful rest of the day.